Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Friday afternoon, that can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Between the two of us here on the show, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, but what you should know by now, we always want your reactions, but particularly today, we'll give out the phone number later on. But early, if you want to get in and get at us on the Twitter.com, that is the best way to get your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions answered. You can find us at Wesley Euler at DaBody52. DaBody. And Arthur Motes, uh, real quick here for the people that might have missed it. Uh, here's what happened last night. 20th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Kenny Pickett. Franco Harris having some fun with that one last night. Franco might not have a voice this morning. I mean, he, shout out to Franco, he man. He's screaming and yelling. And Kenny Pickett goes to the Steelers at pick 20 from blue and gold to black and gold. Motsi, you and I, you know, we normally we joke around a little bit to start the show. We ease into it a little bit. But I don't want to do that today because we got no time to waste. Oh, man, I thought we was going to, you know, have a little fun and joke around and ha-ha and kiki it up. But, you know. This is it's zero fun, sir. All right, I'm Denzel. I'm Denzel Washington today. Uh, of course, I'm you would Coach t- Herman Boone today. Of course, you would take this approach. This is the I, doomsday scenario you've been talking about. You spoke it into fruition, baby. You kept talking about it. You couldn't help yourself, and now you have what you wished for. No wonder I'm getting the serious version of you today. Look at you go. And ladies and gentlemen, to pull back the curtain, he's overcompensating for his WU pride today. Oh, he has his brand new, beautiful West Virginia Mountaineer hat on. He hasn't worn Mountaineer gear all week. That's a lot. But now that Kenneth Pickett is our quarterback, he but came see, in talking about almost heaven, almost heaven. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You ain't going to line me up Now today. he gets to cheer his little heart out for your new Pittsburgh You ain't going to line me up today. Out of the University of Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> you ain't gonna, yeah, I'm too, gotta I'm love too it. tired for you to wind me I ain't up today. Tired right? to say I'm too running long. on a solid four hours of sleep right now. And, that t- and a whole bunch <laughs> like of coffee. All right. Bro. I want your instant reaction, Arthur Motes. Yeah. Pick 20. Mm-hmm. Last night, it is Kenny Pickett. You know, it felt like about the time we got to what? The early double digits, early mm-hmm. teens, when there was that big run on wide receivers, and a lot of these teams were trading up and not taking quarterbacks. Correct. It was like, okay, 
the Steelers are going to have their choice of, of quarterback at pick 20, more mm-hmm. than likely, especially, obviously, New Orleans felt like the last potential there at 19. Yes. But it ends up being that the Steelers, you know, obviously with with some other prospects as well, too. But they had their choice of the quarterbacks. They go next door to Kenny Pickett. He's the selection at 20. Arthur Motes, your first reaction. Yeah, my first reaction, I was shocked um, because a lot of the talk pre-draft and even during the draft was that, you know, if Malik Willis is there, that's the guy that felt like the consensus that the Steelers were going to take just based on the amount of time they spent uh, evaluating him. Obviously, when we talked about our overall breakdown of the quarterbacks, he was the one with the most upside. He was the one that you felt if you brought him in, he set for a year, he could come in and compete with a Lamar Jackson, with a Deshaun Watson, with a Joe Burrow. And we felt that with Kenny Pickett, up until the draft, we said that he had the highest floor but we thought that he was limited in terms of the growth from that. He was more so a finished product versus somebody that you think has a lot more upside. So taking all of that into context and then looking at the way the draft board fell and some of the guys that were still available, like I said, I was just very shocked and surprised that Kenny was the quarterback that they went with. Now, I can understand why they did it, but just in the moment, I was really surprised to see that, man, you passed up on, you know, potential uh, linebacker hope, D-line hope, corners that were available to go with the quarterback that when we were really talking about him, we said that, you know, he's not too far from what Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph already are. So it just seemed a little bit more lateral to me in that moment. But, you know, that was my instant just reaction to the pick without going too far into, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. breaking down yeah, sure. the well, we got reason time. why. We got time right, for right. that. But what was your instant reaction, I man? I mean, you sound like the hater here, Arthur Motes. I tell you what. No, nah, I don't got to be a hater. I'm just a realist. I've been, get, I've been getting a bunch of weirdo tweets from people today like, Oh, WVU boy, are you passed out, drunk, disappointed? I mean, Motes is the one hating over here. No, here you want to know my... Tell me, tell me. Is that hating when you're just giving commentary? No, it's not. But oh. it is for me just because of where I went to but school. That's because you put that flag down. You make it real, real, you know, evident that you don't like anybody from the Oakland school, right? The school that's over. No, 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 no. That's false. Uh-huh. I like a, some of my best friends in life. With I, the I'm pit. just saying you don't root for not athletics. I don't. Like you don't the, root for don't the, don't athletics. Like the athletic program. So that is why. But that's like. But that is why though. You don't like the Baltimore Ravens, but you have friends that have played for the Baltimore but, no, Ravens. No, no, no. But but I still lean into it though. And if it's somebody that's like, yo, I just don't like the Ravens. Period. Whereas yeah. now that's why they're saying that it comes off as a hater for you because that's a pit guy and we know how strong you were. You know, no, against you know, that university. That's all, baby. That's you're you're absolutely right. That's exactly uh, why you can criticize all you want or praise all you want, mm-hmm. and there won't be any to do about it. But yeah. you know, for me, uh huh. So 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 don't so, here's so my, don't come over here trying to get. Oh man, no 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 don't don't y'all bash me today. No, get on West, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, get on West, ladies and gentlemen. West said that he hey, almost home. He's almost years. to heaven, ladies and this gentlemen. Ain't nothing. It's almost heaven. I want y'all to get on West because he is the ultimate hater. Yeah, get on him, ladies and gentlemen. Do it. Do it. Do it. And that's a compliment, actually, <laughs> that Motes calls me the ultimate hater. You know what that means? That means I care 24-7, 365, not just when my About team's West Virginia. Good. About yeah, West absolutely. Virginia. But now you're forced to cheer your little heart out. Well, hold on For <laughs> a guy from that university. You're going all, <laughs> see, you were like, see, I'm not letting you wind me up today. You're going all over the different places. What do you mean? You're not, so you're going to cheer for him? You're not going to cheer for him, right? I, I've said this to you before. 
I want the Pittsburgh Steelers to win every single no, no, game no, no, that no. they play. No, 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 I thought you were going to cheer for Kenny Pickett. I'm answering your question. No, 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 you, you started out with generalization. I'm answering your question. We're skipping that. We're going to go right to the meat potatoes. You give me entree, you give me appetizers. What do you mean by cheer? Because Are you I don't going think, to cheer specifically cheer. for Kenny Pickett? I don't do that, Arthur Moses. Oh, you don't cheer for no player? Not for a team that I cover what? or work for. You, so you're and not I'm a, a grown fan. man you're now. Not, you don't oh, cheer for. You're not a fan I, no, of the Steelers. You don't cheer yes, for the guys on the team. You didn't cheer play. for TJ Watt. What do you mean you by didn't cheer? You like, don't. Yo, I want to see TJ. You said you, you didn't no, want to see TJ break the record, right? I do. I did. I want to. Yes. Okay. So you're cheering for that individual, right? Yes. You cheer for Ben, right? I don't know what that means. Do you cheer for Ben? Oh, so say hello. It's all good. Cheer is a very loaded term. It's all good. I don't wear a seven jersey around everywhere and talk about Ben Roethlisberger like he's my. No, I'm answering your. He doesn't want to talk about Kenny Pickett. I do want to talk about Kenny Pickett, and you're just trying to wind me up. Hell to pick. See, there you go. Thanks for proving my point. I've said, this to, I've said this to you before, all right? And then I'm going to give you my – we're going to bring this back up. I I want the Pittsburgh Steelers to win every single game yeah. they play in. I don't like using that word cheer because it makes me feel like – A fan? A fan, yeah. So you can't be a fan of the team that you cover? Well, again, that to me is a loaded conversation. Come on. Because I want them to win every game that they play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this – New nuance to his fandom is solely well, because of Kenny com- Pickett. That's so false. Stop we've had it. this same conversation Stop it. before. You've cheered for Ben. I've seen you cheer for TJ while when he was trying to break the sack record. I know I've seen you hand clap when Najee does it. Oh, man, good job, Najee. Don't do act mean? like you're not you a fan. Never watched the Don't act like you're not a fan, man. How do you Stop know it, what man. I do with Stop Najee? It, man. You've never, you know, you're lying. You've never <laughs> once watched a Steeler game with me. You don't know how I react. <laughs> Stop it. If it, if it was Will Greer, he would have been over here. Hey, man, oh, I cheer for gosh. Will Greer. I'm a fan of Will Greer, but because it's Kenny Pickett, right, I cheer I'm, for see, the team. You, well, you're lining me up here, I, and I actually do team. want to talk about this. <laughs> My first instant reaction last night, right, when it when it really did happen. Yeah. And I want you see, this is where I wanted to go, and it took us 10 minutes to get here because I knew I knew this was going to happen. My first instant reaction was he better start week one in September. He better win the job out of training camp. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? To me, no. But do you want do you want my reasoning first, yeah, or should ahead. I just be that blunt? No, go ahead. My reasoning is I, I, I expect it from you, though. My re- <laughs> my reasoning is what was throughout this entire process, yes, right? Yeah. What's been the consensus? From people who love Kenny Pickett, people mm-hmm. who hate Kenny Pickett, people who are kind of in between like you and I. Right, right. The consensus has been that Kenny Pickett is the most NFL-ready quarterback in this class. Correct. You even heard last night Mike Tomlin talking about his high floor. Yes. He is pretty soon going to be 24 years old. I, I, he, he started 49 games in college over five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he started, the, he, he started four games at the end it's of his freshman year. a lot of experience. He, he started four games at the end of his freshman year, I believe. Yeah. And then was a four-year starter after that. Mm-hmm. That number would be higher if it wasn't for the pandemic Correct. cutting off a lot right. of college football. To me, you don't draft Kenny Pickett to be a project. You don't draft Kenny Pickett to groom him. You don't draft Kenny Pickett to sit a year and then be 25 years old. And if you were going to do that, I don't the, – the, the whole consensus – and I agree with this. Mm-hmm. I was part of this. He is the most NFL-ready quarterback of all those rookie quarterbacks. If the Steelers were playing a game this weekend, Kenny Pickett is the one I want, and I'm not even thinking twice about yeah. it. But that, to me, is different than we're going to have a QB competition. And I know they have to say all those things. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm referencing. But to me, 
you didn't draft Kenny Pickett to come in and learn and have time and to groom him. You drafted him because he's the best one to win games right away, Mm -hmm. and you think you have a roster that's pretty darn good and can win games right away. So if he isn't the guy out of training camp, or at least by, you know, let's say October, by week four or five, Mm -hmm. I would be a little underwhelmed. Because I I, I don't see any point in drafting for a project there at that position. I I see the point in drafting a guy that you think is going to be the best quarterback on your roster in a couple months. Is is that fair or no? Oh, I mean, that's fine to take that perspective. I just think that it's a little bit just short-sighted in the sense that if we don't think that any of these quarterbacks are franchise-caliber guys, we have our question marks about all of them. Malik, Malik Willis included. We just thought that he had the highest ceiling, the ability to potentially grow into that. I just don't understand why, because we took him at 20, now we expect him to be something different. We expect him to come in here and definitively beat out Mitch Trubisky, definitively beat out Mason Rudolph, whereas when we were evaluating him two weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago, we were saying that he might not even beat those guys out. He's pretty much the same player as Mitch Trubisky. But now because we took him at 20th overall, now he has to be this world beater starting week one or starting by week four. I just personally don't think that that's, you know, fair for Kenny. Now, granted, when you get drafted in the first round, you can't control where you're taking. So expectations are going to come with that. Him being the local guy in terms of playing at Pitt. We know he's from Jersey, but playing at Pitt and playing for six years, we know that's also going to add to the expectations. We've already heard people say, well, they they missed on Dan Marino, yep. so this is why yep. you take him. So he has to deal with that as well. Oh, and he's coming right on the heels of the Hall of Famer for 18-plus seasons walking away. A top-ten quarterback ever. So he's going to have a lot of expectations put on him that I don't think that he's going to be able to live up to. Now, I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but I personally don't think that that's realistic for him. And that's my biggest reason why, regardless of who we took at 20, especially a quarterback, I did not think that they were going to just come in here and be the week one starter. And that's why I'm not going to change my stance on that. But I can definitely understand people having that feeling because of all those expectations. I'm just not a guy that changes my perspective on a guy now because he's wearing black and gold versus if he would have went anywhere else, we would have been saying, whew, glad we didn't take him because that was the consensus. Sure. A lot of us said we don't want a quarterback at 20. But now that we got one, now we're supposed to just, oh, flip the switch. Everything's good now. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to beat him out. It's like, where do we see, you know, this big, increase in talent this big increase in productivity for him versus Mr. Trubisky versus Mason Rudolph we haven't seen that at all as we've watched this dude all last season and all offseason scouting him breaking his tape down I just don't see why we would flip that narrative now just because we drafted him I still think he could be a good player and who knows and this is why I do like the fact that coach Thomas said yo it's a competition because I do think all three of those guys are the same, or at least in a similar bubble. I don't think that anyone is an outlier. Anyone brings, oh, he does this that no one else can do in that room. Malik Willis would have been that guy for us, right? We would have looked at him and said, you know what? He is different from Mitch and Mason. Now, is he more posh as a passer? No, but he's way more gifted as a runner, way more gifted as an athlete. Right here, is Kenny Pickett a better athlete than Mitch Trubisky? I don't know. I'd like to think so, but I but I can't. <laughs> but, 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 right. I, I don't know definitively. Right. So you would say I like to think so to err on the side of optimism because we just drafted him. If we, or if this on was, the side of optimism for Mitch Trubisky right, as right, well. Right. Too. But yeah. it's just like, <laughs> but it's like we're looking at him saying 
Okay, is he even better? Than, is he a better athlete than him? All right, we don't really know. Is he a better passer of the football, definitively, than Mr. Trubisky? Definitively, no. So while I'd like to think so, but I, I don't know that right. definitively. But it's like while all of a sudden now, are we just expecting Kenny to just be this world beater and be this definitive QB one all of a sudden just because we took him at twenty? That's the part where I'm just like I don't want to fall into that trap because I do feel like we're going to be setting him up, you know, for failure in a sense. Well, that's you know, but what? I could let's, be off too though. Let's go there now too because I do think that that's one thing that's fair, mm-hmm. and it's. I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound funny because we know what fans are. Yeah. <laughs> but Steeler fans and Steeler Nation could could do their share of not heaping any more of that pressure mm-hmm. on because there's there's two facets. And you know what? Maybe I'll try and find the audio here. Uh, Kevin Colbert sat down with us on SNR last night for about mm-hmm. 15 minutes. It was really nice of him after he did his you know official media uh, press conference. Uh, you know, just maybe like 20, 30 minutes after selecting Kenny Pickett. And I asked Kevin Colbert this question about the pressure and if this was something they had talked to Kenny about from two facets. The Ben Roethlisberger stuff that we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. You you are replacing, I think, arguably, but I think the most beloved quarterback in franchise history. Yes. A quarterback who never had a losing season in 18 years. A quarterback who took the team to three Super Bowls and won two of them. A quarterback who, for a large chunk of Steelers fans, is the only great quarterback they've ever seen in their lives. The, the ones our age, right? Who, right I mean, right. What, who who didn't have the blonde bomber, mm-hmm. who didn't have the Terry Bradshaw and the Steel Curtain era. Ben is the guy for so many Steelers Absolutely. fans. First ballot Hall of Famer, all these things. So you have the rep- the pressure of replacing that guy, and that's always real. I mean, there are certainly examples of it working out. You know, Aaron Rodgers took the reins from Brett Favre, and he's done pretty well for himself. There's There's examples of it working out. But it's also a reason why you also hear – it's also a reason why you also hear, dang it, I just Department of Redundancy. It's all good. It's all good, man. It happens. It's also a reason why you hear the cliche, but it's true that you never want to be the guy to replace the guy mm-hmm. because it is a tall task. There's pressure. There's expectations of just following in a great one's shoes. So there's yeah. all the ben, being the guy to replace Ben Roethlisberger pressure. And then there's, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, the Pittsburgh pressure. He played next door. He had an incredible year last year. He was a Heisman finalist, finished third in the Heisman Trophy uh, race and got invited to New York. He's the first pit first-round quarterback since Dan Marino and all the connotations with Marino there. Mm-hmm. And it's been 40 years since the Steelers passed on Marino, and now they didn't do it with Pickett. There's that pressure as well, too, yeah. of him going to a city where people already know him and they've seen him do great things last year, and they're going to want that to continue. Mm-hmm. That, to me, again... It's there's there's just no chance because fans do what fans do, but that's tough. That's real, and Steeler fans I think should be cognizant of that and not try and lay all these expectations and pressures at his feet. Yes, I would agree with that, man. <sighs> I mean, we say it, and I hope that is the case, but we know that's not going to be the case. <laughs> We know we're going to get all of those things we just said we should not do, or they should not 100%. do. hundred percent. I'm not. That's, I'm not yeah, that's how it happens, like, I'm not man. Naive, that's definitely right? how it happens, how man. Works. But I do think Kenny, like uh, the. But let's get more to like the pick in the sense of what I do like about it, because sure, sure. obviously, I mean, it's easy to just give a take to give a oh I like it or I don't like it, and really no context. I'm not saying that I don't like the pick. I like the pick. I just don't love the pick. And the reason why I don't love it is we felt that all these quarterbacks were capped. We thought that they were all limited in some capacity and that they weren't real franchise caliber guys. 
And clearly a lot of other teams felt that based on how many quarterbacks were drafted in the first round. Only one. Not all the mocks that we saw where they had four quarterbacks going into top 10, four quarterbacks going in the first round, bare minimum two quarterbacks going into top 15. You got to trade up to get one of these guys. And it proved that none of these teams looked at these guys like franchise caliber quarterbacks, except us. So either we're the smartest in the room <laughs> or we're the ones that, you know, made the ultimate mistake. But either way, you know, that's a part of the game. But the thing that I do like about this pick is you're bringing in high-end competition. And to me, competition is something that I've been screaming about, especially at the quarterback position, because I do think that that's the spot where a lot of teams don't want to bring in competition. They don't want to ruffle feathers. And I think that it hurts teams in the long run when guys are given spots versus having to earn those spots. And for the varying opinions on Mason Rudolph, if we feel or people feel that Mason isn't an NFL caliber quarterback or doesn't belong, you know, on the Steelers roster, well, then who the heck would Mitch Trubisky be even competing with if you did not take Kenny or another quarterback at 20? I don't want to name names, but there was a prominent member of the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Steelers media, who everyone would know, yeah. who was wagering last night in the, in the media room that Mason Rudolph is going to be the week one starter still. And honestly... I still don't disagree with that 100% because, to me, all three of these guys are very similar. The reason why I slightly would give a leg up to Mason is because he's been in the system. You know if he's the starter week one, the majority of Steeler fans are going to have a, just an absolute conniption. They're going to they're gonna melt down. Melt down. But my question is why? What well, because, has, no, 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 you, no, no, no. Let's talk about it. I, no, I was going to give you – I was going to – as, and you know the hypothetical yeah, answer. It's absolutely. because we, we spent so, so, this no, money no, on no, Mitch and we spent so, so, the first no, round so on listen Kenny. to it. Okay, so you spent money on Mitch. How much money did you spend on Mitch? Oh, I, I'm with you. I'm just saying that's no, no, what no, the majority of This is why I'm think. answering you, that you on the front back, end. You paid him backup I'm answering money. that on the front end before we even get to that. You paid him backup money. So, what you paid once him. again, why would you be surprised then? That's what I'm asking. Why would you be surprised if Mason beats out Mitch Trubisky? Why would you be surprised? Number one, the money is very identical. It's literally a $1 or $2 million difference in guaranteed money. Tops. Everything else is incentive-based. That does not scream you're the starter. You're QB1. What I've been saying since we brought him in, that's why even before Haskins passed away, I said, man, even Haskins is in this conversation because the money does not say you're the guy. Okay, now you bring... So we talked about that. Right. So now you bring in Kenny Pickett, 20th overall selection. Okay, great. But... What does it what when you watch Kenny, what about him says he's guaranteed to be the guy? And once again, if Mason beats him out because he's more familiar, he's more pro ready because he's been in the league a couple of years now, and he might just be more comfortable. Whereas mm-hmm. Kenny, even though he is an older rookie, he's still a rookie. NFL play is drastically different than collegiate play, especially ACC play. So if he were to come in and struggle and Mason beats him out, and Mason beats out Mitch because they're the same player as well. He's just more familiar. Mitch just had a year off backing up Josh Allen, and now everybody forgot, you know, what he looked like when he was starting. To me, I'm not surprised by that. But at the same time, I can say the exact same thing if Kenny Pickett is starting week one or if Mitch Trubisky is starting week one because all three of those guys are the same player. It's just, okay, well, this guy is the 20th overall pick. Oh, this guy was the number two overall pick. Oh, this guy, we had a first-round grade on him. You know, but either way, you're saying the same things about the same guys. None of them are overly athletic. None of them have, you know, just crazy arm talent. 
They're all competitive to some extent. They all have uh, shown leadership qualities to some extent. We know with Kenny and with Mitch in particular, they extend plays with their legs, and that helps them out with their arm because we don't feel like they have an elite arm where they're just throwing guys open consistently. They make it happen when they extend plays in a sense, but they're not overly athletic where you're calling them a quote-unquote dual-threat quarterback. So that's why for me it's just like, man, I think that all three of those guys are good, but I just think that it was more of a lateral move than a move that is going to put you in a better position to win. But I still like the fact you're bringing in legitimate competition because now whoever is that starting quarterback week one, you know what we're going to feel? Regardless of the name, we're going to feel confident that they actually had to earn that spot versus it being handed to them. And it's a great year for training camp to return uh, return to Latrobe in that So everybody's going to get a chance to see it. And it's, you know, everybody's going to get a chance to see it. We talked about it, what, a week or two ago with Terrence Garvin when the Mm -hmm. announcement was made. Absolutely. There's a real environment out there, too. Yeah, you're going to feel pressure. You'll have three, 4,000 people watching practice, mm-hmm. and they're reacting to every throw, and, and, and they're reacting, and it's 100 degrees and, outside. And everybody and, and everybody is a, a QB scout wing out there as well. Everybody is a QB scout They got their little phones out, out. They typing their little notes up. Everybody be, that's be has their That's one of the first things Absolutely. I thought about last night, too. Yeah. Great summer to be going back yeah. to a trope when you're going to have a legitimate quarterback competition. Yeah, so for me, I love that element of it, and that's the part that I do like the most about the pick. You're going to get the best guy emerging from this bunch right here and that's ultimately going to help you and then on the back end of that you're going to feel really confident about the depth that you have because if it is Kenny Pickett as your backup well you got a first round guy backing him up to start out the season at least if it's Mr. Trubisky you feel like you once again have a high pedigree first round player who's been in the league for a couple of years now and you're like well hey that's our backup even if it's Mason Rudolph, it's like, man, we still see Mason in crazy circumstances get you out of a stadium, tie a game, five four, and play one his as a stuff. Starter, absolutely, you know? absolutely. So to me, man, it's just kind of like, I just think that you're you're gonna be fine with whatever we do. Our method of winning this season is not we're gonna have this quarterback beating Joe Burrow, beating Lamar Jackson, beating Deshaun Watson. No. Our method is defense is going to play lights out. We're going to run that ball with Najee, and we need this quarterback to make timely throws and do not turn the ball over. That's our recipe. And I just think that with the quarterback that we draft in terms of Kenny, he fits that recipe. I agree with you 100% on yeah. that. 100% on that. The question, though, becomes, right, the, lo- the longer term. Right. Because you know how this works, too. And this is going to be another one of those unfair pressures mm-hmm. to Kenny because he doesn't make the draft picks. He right. doesn't choose this. And it's obviously with the caveat, it's different because there's a difference between going first overall in the draft Correct. or second and third and going 20th. Yes. But with Kenny still being the first quarterback taken mm-hmm. for for the next five, six years, yep. everyone's going to do the compare him to Willis thing, mm-hmm. compare him to Ritter thing, compare him to the other quarterbacks in the class. Now, again, it's different than Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield was the first overall pick. Yes. But along the same vein of how people go, uh, you could have had Josh Allen, uh, you could have had Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like That's what happens when you're the first quarterback off the board. Everyone is kind of screen looking at what you're doing versus the people behind you. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be an element of that too. You know who's going to be able to help him with that though? Who? Mr. Bisky. <laughs> oh, that's a great point. I heard he had some pretty good quarterbacks drafted behind him. But y'all tell me he's not the same guy. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. We're having some fun as we always do on a Friday, particularly Hell to pit. Hell to pit. when we've got, you know, see, I'm starting to question how Hell big of a pit. JMU fan Arthur Motes is. Hell I mean, pit. saying things like that. It's, I thought it was one school, you know, one one man, one school. I didn't know. No, I, no, no, I no, know no, 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 no. I've, I've been there. very clear with my loyalty. It's always JMU, but 
But we see, just a button there. Because we and just moved up to the FCS level, correct? Yeah. Or the FBS level, correct? So you should you should definitely have a butt in there. But we haven't played just yet. That's all right. You, no. with, the, you with the big dogs. It's you versus the world, baby. Well, I like your, you know, short-sighted vision, but we have our vision set on bigger things than what West Virginia has, okay? Oh, so see, with that is. being said, there it is. I got time. This isn't a rushed process. No, it's not a rushed process. This has been in the making. Come on now. JMU and Pitt end up playing every year at some point. You notice he ain't want that WU smoke, though, huh? Cut up. He ain't want that WU smoke, though, huh? Well, I mean, they have played twice in the past decade and didn't turn out too well for your dudes. Oh, no, no. I felt great about my last time. Yeah. Did you? Absolutely. And then we went on to the Natty. Who won the game? What did y'all do after that? It don't matter. We won the game. Oh, oh, oh. We won the game, baby. Okay. We won the game. Mm hmm. What natty though, huh? You want playing yeah, Bama? Yeah. You want one, playing Bama real one, tight? One team left out of there feeling real confident about their program, and the rest of the ain't season that, reflected ain't that. that. The truth. And then one team left out of that thing. Oh, like, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I can take a beating. I can take the abuse. I'm nothing if not honest. No, you right? are. You are, and I respect right. that. I definitely respect that. I've told you this before. My soul was blackened on December first, two thousand and seven, and there's really nothing anyone can do or say to me. Like you. you, you I'm laughing on the inside with you, too. I mean, listen, I get it. We stink, mm-hmm. all right? Well, we used to be y'all really used good. To, y'all are good now, though. We used to be yeah, nice. I like that, too. And you know Ryan, what? Yeah. Two years under Will Greer there, Will Greer yeah. there, we were really nice, too. No, I agree. Mean, we are number six in the nation at one well, point Well, y'all got quarterback action right now, man, so that definitely should help y'all out. Woo! We're going to get to your tweets. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Blitz on SNR. We got a ton of reaction rolling in. We will get to that as we go forward. About a half an hour from now, our buddy from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Brian Backo, will join us as well. It's the Steelers Blitz on a Friday on SNR.